This is the Good Neighbor Podcast, the place where local businesses and neighbors come together. I'm your host, Charlie McDermott. Welcome to episode number 643 of the Good Neighbor Podcast. Today we have good neighbor Mike Hughes. He's with Downing Fry Realty, Inc. Mike, how you doing? Good, good. Thanks for having me. Thanks for being a part of the show. What took you so long? No, just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> we have a long line. Uh, but Mike, thrilled again to have you and looking forward to the conversation about real estate, which is a hot item, a hot commodity, as they say. So let's start first with Downing Fry Realty, Inc. Fill us in on the company. Well, uh, we've been around a long time. The Downing Fry name goes all the way back to 1961, but the modern day history really started in 1992. Uh, very busy company. I can tell you that since 2000, uh, we have closed just over 69,000 transactional sides. So uh, we do a lot of business. In 2020, we closed 3,750 transactions. Um, the company represents buyers, sellers, landlords, and tenants. And uh, uh, we have a good reputation. I have roughly 560 agents that work for me. And uh, we try to do the best we can to uh, keep everybody happy. <laughs> Well, with those uh, eye-popping numbers, you certainly are doing just that. Uh, so it, it's amazing uh, all the transactions that you guys have done and, and your team of realtors. You said over 500, 512, was that? Yeah, we, uh, we've been one of the large brokers in the state of Florida uh, for over 20 years. In fact, mm -hmm. uh, three different years, I've chaired the large broker committee for the state of Florida. Uh, so it's nice to be recognized by your peers as one of the large brokers. Yeah. Yeah. So obviously you, you guys are in the Southwest Florida area. Do you go beyond that area? We kind of stretch from Marco Island to Punta Gorda. Yeah. Um, we learned years ago that if you spread too far, uh, you, you don't want to spread yourself too thin. Yeah. Yeah. So we like to be able to control the product and, uh, uh, we're very conservative. And we uh, uh, recognize if we started spreading all over the state, we would have to uh, significantly increase our infrastructure. And right now, that's really not in the business plan. Yeah, yeah. Plus, you guys really understand the Southwest Florida market, which is different than, I'm sure, the Panhandle or north north part of Florida and so forth. So, right? No, you're back. Well, there, similar right? problem, but, but, but this is our niche. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> how about your journey? Tell us a little bit about how you got into the real estate world. Well, you know, when I came down, I was a CPA. And when I kept looking around at, at the business opportunities, everything seemed to, to, to come off of real estate. So I thought that, you know, maybe real estate is the uh, uh, area I should look into. And frankly, when I started, I really didn't know anything about it. And uh, was fortunate to run into uh, David Fry and uh, the Fry family. And uh, David saw something in me and uh, took me in and kind of taught me the ropes. And uh, I've just been very fortunate, to be honest. Mm -hmm. uh, I can tell you with 69,000 deals, uh, uh, now I have experience. <laughs> <laughs> 
Oh, that's great. That's great. Yeah, I love the business. I mean, really, yeah. it's a people business. When I was a CPA, as much as I'm a numbers person, I, I, I prefer being more around people than being an auditor or a CPA or anything like that. So when you think of the, uh, the, the average person that comes down and looks at real estate, many of them are very happy to be down in Florida in the nice weather. Mm. And so they're all coming in in, in pretty much a good mood. And yeah. so uh, I like to keep that good mood rolling and show them what we have to offer in the, in the uh, Southwest Florida area. And we've, we've uh, put a lot of people in homes, to be honest. Yeah, yeah, yeah that's good. And yeah, I, I would imagine it's got to be a feel good thing to, you know, people to get off the plane and looking for a life here after, especially in the wintertime, my goodness. Uh, it's an easy sell. And, yeah. and frankly, you're not just selling real estate. You're really selling a lifestyle. Yeah. And, you know, a lot of people come down from the rat race of the big cities and all that. And, you know, they get off that plane and they see the palm trees and they feel the warm weather and. And they stroll out on the beach and they say, you know, this is a lot different from where we came from. And uh, so the lifestyle and, and, and all the amenities tied to uh, this area really make it easy to talk about real estate. Amen. Amen. How about myths, misconceptions in your industry? What do you hear that you can speak to? I think probably the biggest myth is that it's an easy business we all hear there's a lot of realtors uh, in this profession and that's true but uh those that uh continue to do it year in and year out it's it's a very hard business to uh uh to do over a long extended period of time mm -hmm. uh there's a lot of work involved in building a, a client uh, client base and, uh, you know, a lot of people will see that big commission on a settlement sheet and go, wow, that person made all that money just on this one deal. But what they don't see is the 5, 10, 15, 20 deals that don't work out, where you spent all that time working on those deals. And for whatever reason, whether the, you know, the property didn't appraise out or the person didn't qualify for a loan, there's a lot of time that you never get paid for. Yeah. And so, uh, yeah, I find that if someone is willing to learn the ropes uh, uh, from start to finish, uh, this could be a very lucrative business. And, and, and we're very committed to training. I mean, I've got seven trainers that uh, we have within Downing Fry. And so we're very committed to uh, teaching people the right way to do business. And hopefully if we do a, a, a good enough job teaching them hopefully they 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 stick with it and and have a great career with it yeah yeah you bring up a really really good point there mike that's the training aspect that probably a lot of folks outside of your role don't really think about you know that and and our listeners might be thinking well, training you know you just open a door and say hey here's the living room here's the kitchen but you know it, there's a lot to not only what goes on behind the scenes with you know putting together the agreement the right way, but you know, where you started with this, you know, treating people the right way and making sure that, you know, everyone you work with feels great about working with the company. So, uh, yeah. you know, when I, when I interview agents, uh, particularly those that just got their license, yeah, you know, I always say, you know, you just passed your license, you passed the test, 
But the reality is you really have absolutely no idea how to get started. Yeah. And you have absolutely no idea how to fill out the forms. And I said, that's what we excel in. We excel in taking you from when you pass that test and got your license to teaching you how to do this in the real world. And uh, that's something we take pride in. And uh, we invest heavily in that area. Between the training and the technology, we really find that, that that's a winning combo. Yeah. And what an asset that must be for each realtor in your office, you know, it, it, you talked about you being a CPA and you're, you know, for the most part working alone and working with numbers, but, you know, an independent business owner, which really is what a realtor is, right. You know, um, to be able to have that, you know, teammanship, right. You know, someone or from a, whether it be from a training standpoint or other folks in the office that can, you know, if Charlie has a rough day, you, you know, it's nice to have someone else who's been there, done that and can let Charlie know, Hey, you know, we all go through this as realtors. You'll get through it. It's part of the process. And, you know, all of a sudden it doesn't feel so bad. So even even the best agents will hit a slump. I mean, yeah. it happens. I'm sorry. Yeah. Turn that off. Um, they need you. They need you, Mike. One of your agents is there calling. There you go. <laughs> uh, now, even the best agents will, will hit a slump. And you know, I always tell people uh, when, when things are going well, uh, don't get too excited. And when mm. things are going bad, don't get too depressed, uh, <laughs> because it will, it will, uh, it'll balance it out. Yeah. There's no question there. The, um, it's, it's been a great business for myself personally, and, uh, the company has done very well over the years. And yeah, the, the realtor magazine interviewed me years ago and they wanted to know what is it that you guys are doing because they used to rank the top 100 real estate companies in the country and we were in the top 100 each year hmm. and they couldn't figure out how we were doing it in little old naples and i said really it's training and technology with those two we can compete with the firms from atlanta and boston and la and uh it was an interesting interview because really a lot of the companies they were comparing us to you know, had significantly more offices and yet our numbers were right there. Another thing we're really proud of is that the Naples Daily News does an annual survey of their readers. And one of the categories is best real estate office. And we have won that uh, 18 out of 19 years. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, that's the consumer. Wow. And so yeah. that, that's something we're very proud of. Yeah. Yeah. You certainly have a brand in Naples for sure. That's great. How about outside the office? What is Mike doing for fun? Well, honestly, I'm a workaholic, so there's not too much outside of the office. And when you have a company of this size, I mean, it's, I always say it's almost like being a doctor. You're always on call. So I'm taking calls at home on weekends, et cetera, but I do enjoy fishing. And I love going down to the Florida Keys, uh, very unique area. Uh, the water is crystal clear and the fishing, you know, I'm originally from Maryland and to go deep sea fishing, you've got to go usually 30 or 40 miles offshore down to Florida Keys. You go four or five miles and you start dropping a line and, and that's pretty exciting to me. Wow. Uh, I just, it's, it's, Two and a half hours away. It's a nice little getaway yeah. and something for everybody in the family when we go uh, vacation down yeah. there. Yeah. All right. I got to ask uh, best fish story. 
What what comes to mind? Well, a couple times we've been out there, uh, we've come across uh, boats uh, that are loaded with Cubans that are literally <laughs> stranded out in the water. I mean, one time, oh. a couple of years ago, uh, we had uh, six Cubans on a nine-foot boat that obviously was handmade. They had no motor, and they had a three-foot by three-foot sail. One of the Cubans was... Uh, a, a lady who must have been very close to nine months pregnant <sighs> and they had no food or water and they were 35 miles offshore and they were, they were floating East. So we knew they were going to die if we didn't do something. Right. So we loaded up a bag of bottled water and uh, threw the bag over to them. They were very appreciative. And then we, we called the coast guard because yeah. it seemed like that was the right thing to do. Uh, and yeah, at least they're all living, you know, I mean, I, I had no doubt that they'd been out there a long time and they were in bad shape. Wow. And another time we found a 26 foot boat with 31 Cubans on it. <gasps> and that one had run out of gas off of the marathon hump. And once again, we called the coast guard in and, you know, they rescued them and you never know what you're going to see out on the water, <laughs> to be honest. Um, usually I go down to the Keys and I do dolphin fishing and, uh, hmm. we've won or placed in the money in a number of tournaments and I've got a really good captain out of Bud and Mary's Marina. Uh, and that's a very storied Marina. Hmm. Uh, he's end, ended up becoming a very good friend of mine. I fished with his dad 30 years ago. And then when his dad retired, hmm. moved on to the sun. And so that's <laughs> kind of my, uh, the way I kind of recharge my batteries. Yeah, sounds like it. Good for you. Wow, that's quite a stories. Jeez. Um, how about when it comes to a uh, hardship, Mike? Life challenge. What comes to mind? Looking back, you got through that rough patch. You can now say, "Hey, I learned from that. I'm better for it. I'm stronger." You know, every year there's a new challenge that hits the real estate industry, and you think over the last umpteen years. We've faced Y2K. We've faced the BP oil spill. We've had the Zika virus, the West Nile virus, red tide. And then, uh, you know, roughly uh, two years ago, uh, you know, we get something called a pandemic. Hmm. And I wasn't overly concerned about the pandemic because it was over in China. <laughs> and then within 60 days, it was in our backyard. And so that was an eye opener, because yeah, yeah. if you think about when the pandemic first broke out, uh, you couldn't buy a face mask. They didn't exist. You couldn't buy uh, disinfectant or, and wet wipes and, and all that stuff because they were sold out. And so and we weren't really sure how you caught this thing. Yeah, yeah. So it really was an eye opener in the beginning. And then we had to think about well, how does the real estate industry get through this when you're not supposed to be around people? And yet this is a people industry. So we had to figure out how to initially survive and then how to thrive. And it was one step at a time, to be honest. Uh, on the state level, I was talking with the other brokers around the state and we were comparing notes. Yeah, we were all also talking with Tallahassee to get a feel for will real estate be deemed an essential service 
And fortunately, the governor deemed us an essential service. And so once we were deemed essential, then we had to figure out how to educate our agents on working and yet keeping people safe. And so uh, it was uh, a scary period for us. But who would have guessed that shortly after uh, this thing hit, within 90 days, all of a sudden, we saw a run in real estate like we rarely see. And uh, now we have another unique problem. That is uh, lack of inventory. Uh, The number of properties for sale in the area is uh, at historical low. And so I never even thought about what do you do when uh, there's not a lot to sell. (laughs) (laughs) But fortunately, we're getting enough listings coming in uh, each week. And so uh, we will get through this period. And the one thing I always tell consumers is the market never stays the same. Mm. It always changes. And the the things, yeah, years ago, I had a reporter ask me, they said, what do you worry about? And I said, you know, I worry about the things that I don't see coming. Mm. Like the BP oil spill. No Mm. one could have anticipated that we would have this big spill out in the Gulf of Mexico. The reality is it never hit our shore, but there was that perception there by the consumer. No sense going to Florida. They've got oil everywhere. And yet perception was not reality. So the the things that change a market are usually things that you don't see coming. And so whether you're a buyer or seller and you see how hot the market is right now, it will change. I don't know what's going to change it, but something will change it. And that much I'm I'm positive. Agree 100 percent. Yeah. How about one thing you wish our listeners knew about Downing Fry Realty Inc.? What would that be? I think it's that first and foremost, we care about people. I really want it to be any time we're working with a a buyer or seller or landlord or tenant. Yeah, I want them to know we care. Uh, I want it to be a good experience for them. I know uh, this is a a big dollar uh, item in most of their uh, lives. And so we want to help them guide them through the process and try to take as much stress off of them as possible. Uh, This is not about the money. The money will follow. It's about listening to people and helping them figure out what they want. What do you want to buy? What do you want to sell? Uh, If you're a, a tenant, showing them here are the options available to you and if you're a landlord we go through uh you know how to uh you know what to charge for rent and you know what the market is saying and those kind of things so i find that if you care about the people and you do a good job with that uh the money will follow and and hopefully you you make a good living yeah Yeah. long-term perspective right Absolutely. Yeah, yeah. That's great stuff, Mike. How about listeners who want to get in touch, want to learn more? What's the best way for them to do so? Uh, the best way would be to call our office number, which is 239-261-2244. And uh, if they want to look at our website, just go to downingfry.com. 
D-O-W-N-I-N-G-F-R-Y-E.com. Uh, and uh, take a look and you, you can actually search for property on our website. And that's what most people tend to do. Uh, but yeah, you know, Charlie, I really appreciate you uh, uh, interviewing me today. Uh, it's really, uh, your questions are very good. And it's always nice to talk about this business. Yeah, yeah. Well, pleasure's all mine, Mike. And uh, I got to share, this has never come up before, but it was all Barb's doing on the question. She was a school teacher, so she's very good with, uh, with this part. <laughs> well, it's certainly a good background. <laughs> well, you have a good one. Sounds good. Thanks a million. Have a nice day. Thank you for listening to the Good Neighbor Podcast. To nominate your favorite local business to be featured on the show, go to goodneighborpodcast.com. That's goodneighborpodcast.com. Or call us at 239-224-4105.